This is part two of episode two of the Smile Revolution podcast. Hello, and thank you for downloading Smile Revolution in association with Dense Plycerona, a podcast dedicated to oral health promotion, supporting career development for dental hygienists and dental therapists. I'm Victoria Wilson, a dental therapist, and I am so excited to bring to you poignant conversations with dental professionals who have made an impact on my career. And thanks to their transparency, we will endeavour to learn more about the choices they have made and the impact this has had professionally and personally. Through listening to the Smile Revolution podcast, I hope you gain inspiration and ideas for furthering your career path, supporting oral health promotion and enhancing smiles across the world. I am delighted to introduce our sponsor, Dense Blycerona, who are committed to providing clinically proven and innovative solutions continuing professional education and patient self-care support to help promote a lifetime of oral health around the world. Find out more at densplicerona.com forward slash revolution. Hello and welcome back to part two of episode two of the Smile Revolution podcast. If you haven't listened to part one, please do so. Today's guest is Catherine Owers, a dental hygienist from Cornwall in the UK. I have invited her onto the show for the reason every time I meet Catherine, I am so inspired by her journey, as I'm sure you, the listeners, will be today. Catherine started as a trainee dental nurse before training as a dental hygienist in Bristol, qualifying in 2013. She worked for a few specialists and general practices in and around Bristol before deciding she wanted to return to Cornwall, where she opened up her own direct access clinic in 2016. On today's show, we cover how Catherine went on about setting up her own practice. This podcast is for all hygienists and dental therapists around the world who have the aspiration to open up their own clinic, yet are not quite sure where to start. We talk about the importance of support and your own confidence in you within the profession. Catherine shares a very insightful, honest journey about opening up her own dental practice. How long did it take you from the initial, I think I may like to open my own practice, (laughs) to getting that budget together and actually getting that finance? Uh, It was probably a good year, Um, a good year of of, um, deliberating. I mean, obviously, I've had the, the idea from the beginning um, when I started out as a hygienist, but it was really just just a dream. Um, but seriously thinking, you know, um, yeah, probably about a year, year, you know, a year of of good research, um, uh, that sort of thing, um, and finding the right premises. That's quite tricky too. So it was the reason I 
I mean, I probably would have left it a bit longer, but the area where I wanted to be uh, had premises had come up which um was a bit unusual so i just jumped on it <laughs> it was the right time it was the, it was the time yeah so um so yeah it, it's a combination of factors really um and and then again you know how many practices in the area um you know um how many people live in the area so there's another side to the business you know um business plans and your target audience you know things like that to think about as well um I know you said your partner's quite business minded did he support you in that or was yes. this extra research that you took under your belt as such <laughs> So um, he's he's been integral to the uh, the whole business. Really, uh, we work together on this. Um, the clinical, everything clinically, I have um, I have done myself um, as that's you know what I understand. Um, and he's anything to do with the computers, um, especially when we uh, opened the website. Um, uh, you know, advertising that those important, really super important um, uh, um, things are um, integral to any business in getting clientele. Um, so having that uh, support was really important, um, and, and us working together really complemented one another. Um, but um, you know, you can pay for those services. Um, it's not necessarily you need to know someone. Um, so, you know, it's all possible. Um, so, yeah, so it was a, a definitely a joint effort. <laughs> well, it's lovely to have somebody so close, obviously, doing that with you. And like you said, he's been integral to the business um, side of things, you know, and I guess the sounding board as well yeah how what would you say though of course you were maybe in a slightly different position but to anyone else thinking of opening up their practice would you recommend that they find a partner to work with them initially or um I don't know obviously he was your partner your personal partner anyway (laughs) and he became your business partner but do you think you need somebody actually working with you from the beginning? Um, I mean, it, it's definitely, uh, you know, advantageous to have as many people helping you out as possible. Or if you can split the work or the workload would be great. And you can, uh, um, uh, you know, you can bounce off one another. Um, luckily, uh, my I have... two sisters uh one is a dental hygienist and the other one's a dentist so I'm very lucky in the sense of our conversations (laughs) um get quite interesting at times but I can um, imagine (laughs) (laughs) but I also had those guys to uh you know help me through some of the um complex uh clinical situations but um but again I didn't rely on them at all and they certainly you know I did do everything on my own. Um, but, um, you know, it d- depends how determined you are. I mean, if if you haven't got a lot of time or maybe you're, you're not sure about the risk, then a partner would probably be the right way to go about it. Um, but if you know, um, you know, you're very determined, you have the right situation and you have good finance behind you, you know, I'm sure you can do it on your own. Um, so it's, it's, I think it depends on every situation. Um, but, um, 
But the most important thing to know, which I wasn't sure when I started, was is this something people will want to come to? Will they will they like the business? Will they know what I'm even doing? Um, and and I can assure you that from Cornwall, a place where that you know there's less people than big cities, you know they love it and um, and they, they get it, you know. Um, so don't be afraid of that <laughs> you yeah. know you said lots of people came to you obviously did your research in the area of you know your target audience etc but um did you embark on many marketing campaigns or um not really not to begin with I think looking back um maybe I should have started um advertising or or just making um the area maybe flyer dropping earlier just to get my name around. But I think at the time I was just so, I uh, was concerned that uh, the CQC could say no at any time. You know, I was so not sure because it was such, it was, um, you know, uncharted territory, uncharted waters. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, I was like, well, if they, if I've done, if I've missed something, then then we can open so i was i was in the mindset of until we open that's when we start but i think looking back i was a little bit too um i i suppose cautious uh, maybe yeah a bit bit too cautious but you know um i think it was it was a, a learning curve so um but yeah that's that's the only thing i would say is just to get your name out there early get minds to people talking um and and you'll get a better uh, probably a quicker take on you know uptake uh, maybe than I did at the very beginning so um yeah do you have any surrounding dental clinics that you work closely with I for referrals or for whitening cases or yeah so um there, there are quite a few dental practices within the area um or in the vicinity and uh, I mean at first they were a bit unsure about uh, who I was, what I was doing, um, and whether I would take any of their patients, you know. Um, and uh, I, yes, so uh, so I went to meet all the local dentists to introduce myself, just so uh, they knew who I was, what I was doing, and how I could help them, um, and how I could help them as well. And um, at first they were a little bit unsure, but, um, you know, now we're almost three years down the line and um, we get thank you referral letters. We send patients um, to local practices for orthodontic treatment, implants, you know, people ask about implants and we have an implant centre around the corner. Um, and um, and some of the practices don't have any hygienists, so um, some of the patients come to us uh, so we do work closely with other practices and for the the tooth whitening as well like you said and um, that's very important um to work with a dentist with that um but it's it's been very good in the end um like I said it was a bit slow to begin with but um it's definitely um you know a warmer relationship <laughs> um but it's really good to get yourself out there um introduce yourself um because you know they are just human beings and we all want to help each other and i think being in the dental industry we just need to work together um and um and it really does pay off so so yes yeah, definitely positive <laughs> do you um find that you go out to other places other than clinics much um like schools or anything like that or have you done anything extra so at 
that the I have done in the past. Um, nothing recently, as we've been getting busier. It's been uh, the business has been more of a demand. Um, demanding on on my time but certainly um doing more within schools um clinics like you say is definitely something where I want to be um and, and also sharing my story this is you know knowing that this is something us hygienists can do um is definitely a road or a path I want to go down um and um but yes there's it's finding the right time and organizing schedules and things it's um it's very busy running a business so um there will be a time. <laughs> time and place for this. Yeah. But what about, and you said that things have got very busy and, you know, the business has picked up. Would you look now at having hygienists working alongside you or with you? I know you said you had one surgery, but is that something you're contemplating yeah. for the future? Yes, definitely. Absolutely. Um, definitely, definitely uh, thinking about getting a hygienist to either work um, part time or, um, you know, with me. Um, it would be fantastic. So that's, that's something I've always had um, in my mind. Um, it's just finding the right time and waiting for the, you know, for the business to grow enough to be able to warrant paying a hygienist to come in. So um, so now that we're getting busier, it's going to be, it's definitely going to be, um, you know, um, an advantage. And then it will give me a bit more time to uh, focus more on, like you say, going out to schools, that sort of thing. So it will complement the business very well. Um, but yeah, we can't, I can't wait for that. Just uh, <laughs> lining the cards up, really. Can I ask you something that something that I feel that we're lacking in um, in dental school is actually the technical side of looking after your equipment. And it's something that we learn um, maybe from um, various reps, etc., that come and visit us. You know, we're quite inquisitive to make sure that everything works as well as it potentially could. But do you feel that you've become slightly more accomplished in that area since you are the only one? there there's no one else to call if something goes wrong do you how would you say that your relationship I don't think it's really the right word (laughs) but you know in regards to the equipment you're using oh absolutely I mean like I said before you went once you understand uh everything the regulations the requirements you will know what needs to be assessed and um and certified when how <laughs> what temperature what time you know you'll know every in and ins and outs of what uh what you will need to do um and as as we all know we have to make so many um uh, log log um books and checklists of our daily checks and and tests um and uh the equipment you know i have had times where i've come in and something's not working i panic but I just exactly what I was getting at normally I call a dentist and say oh can you help (laughs) yeah no absolutely but um but you know I I know where all the switches are I know how they were installed um and usually it's just a very simple I think when you're in a practice it's very difficult because you you don't understand where uh where 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 maybe the the water lines go and where they come from um but no, when it's your own, you it's like your own house. Or if you've built your own house, I suppose you know where everything is. So um, so unless something definitely fails, um, you know, and if you have got new equipment, for example, 
it should be relied upon. But if you ever do have um, uh, any concerns or worries about that, there, you know, a lot of these companies they do have um, a sort of yearly, um, um, uh, you know, a call out. So if you if you had a breakdown, they'll come out straight away. So uh, there, there is lots of that around. So you don't have to panic too much that you're on your own. Yeah, because um, yeah, I guess you like you've just highlighted. You probably feel more confident as well because Absolutely. you actually know how things have been put together. Yes. like you say, like your own house, so you know how to potentially yeah. deal with the situation if it yeah. was to arise. So you Absolutely. probably don't have that fear or that worry or stress. Um, yeah, no, that that is that is completely true, and I know my instruments. I know I check the tips regularly and you know there's no worry that something's going to break because I'm in control you know it's all I'm the the, (laughs) so it's 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 nice to know that um yes so it does give you that confidence most certainly but it's not to say that something will break or um or get you know you know you, you can't predict the future and nothing is perfect sometimes I mean for example um my even though I had a new treatment center my light uh stopped working one day and um obviously the fear of god <laughs> uh, I literally panicked and um uh, luckily I had uh loops and which have a headlight so um I I tend to use that a lot more um but um but that was that was one instance where I could not fix it and uh, <laughs> um but you know it's always good, I suppose, if you're on your own in those sort of situations to have a backup like loops um, because, you, you again, you, you never really know or you, you've got those emergency services on hand if anything ever went wrong. I'm Karen Walker, dental hygienist. When procedures like debridement and scaling are more comfortable, patients are more likely to return for their recurrent appointments. At Dents by Serona, we offer a wide range of ultrasonic scaling units suitable for every hygienist and therapist, from portable units for those in multi-site practices to air polishing for enhanced treatment options. Explore our complete range at www.dentsbyserona.com forward slash ultrasonic hyphen scaling. learned so much from this process for any listeners out there and bearing in mind we do have listeners from all around the world um (laughs) but what would you say have been the biggest learning curves that you could share with somebody else that may facilitate them (laughs) opening up a practice for instance um well I mean it's again it's um it's just uh maybe understanding um what you want out of it and um and and just 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 understanding uh you know the setup and and the research that's all i can say really i mean that is the biggest and the most vital um component to the whole thing is is just the research because without that you you don't know how a practice runs you don't know um it, it, anything from um the decontamination room, every element of the decontamination room to where the sinks go, how many sinks you need. And um, 
and that sort of thing to uh, to the treatment centers and and even the the equipment um computer systems and things it's it's all there it's it's just um and also like i say you know bouncing off hygienists maybe asking questions when you're not sure um and uh you know contacting these big dental companies because they do have the answers that's what they're there for um so it's definitely just sharing information um will we'll definitely get you there so <laughs> and one thing that does always well I always come back to you Catherine to say you you make it sound so simple but they're a huge contributing part to it. smart revolution podcast is longevity certainly within the within our career path um you know hopefully inspiring and career development inspiring hygienists and therapists to move forward um if they are stuck in a rut or something but you do seem to have from your persona, certainly a work-life balance. Any tips on that? Uh, How you achieve that? Yeah, so at first I would certainly say, you know, you have to commit yourself fully and wholeheartedly um and you know it, it is a big commitment and you do have to put some things to the side um but it does get easier and and you start to you know really enjoy it um, like i say you're you're in control of your own business um and and it's just the case of you know um you know trying to organize your your time and i think that's the most important word as well is organization um which i haven't actually used much tonight but uh, that is also a very big part of it is is to be organized and um but you know definitely always find time for for family and um and you time but um certainly at the beginning and um as you're setting up it will consume you um but you will get to enjoy it because it's um it's what you want to do and and as you understand everything it becomes easier it's like reading a good novel <laughs> you know you get sucked in um and then as you uh, open the practice, you know, it becomes an achievement and then it's just building on that. And um, and it's definitely, uh, I feel that, you know, I've always said to um, my family, you know, at the very beginning, I thought, you know, if this doesn't work, I've achieved it. I, I can say I've done it. I tried it. <laughs> I tried. And, um, you know, and like I say, three years down the line, uh, we're still going strong. It's, a and it's fantastic. So definitely go for it. <laughs> All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and open mine next week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you so much, Catherine. It's, I'm, I'm sure listeners have found it very insightful to hear how simple you've made it sound. Um, I feel like I want to ask you so many more questions. So we may have to have you back on the show. But thank you so much for that initial insight into how you did it, what you did. Um, and, you know, because this is these are questions that I know so many people have. And yeah. I know people want to make this step. And, you know, and just having a sounding board and hearing from yourself how you've gone about it. Um, I'm sure has been very helpful, certainly to me, and I'm sure to other people listening. So I've got the last part of the show now. It's called the Smile Revolution Fire Round, where I'm going to ask you a few questions. Okay. What is the most treasured piece of equipment in your surgery? Oh, it's got to be my uh, surgery chair, my pink chair. (laughs) I love it. And why do you do what you do now? 
Um, I just love helping people and making people smile and um, just changing lives. I think it's fantastic. I just love it. Who do you look up to in the profession? Oh, definitely fellow hygienists all over the world. Um, I always follow people on Instagram and uh, I just find it fascinating what everybody's doing and people like yourself, Victoria. Thanks. (laughs) Thank you so much. What is the funniest thing that ever happened to you in dentistry? Um... Oh gosh, uh, there's there's always been well, there's loads of occasions, but um, I mean, this one guy, um, they uh, he mentioned how um, he couldn't brush at night time and um, with his electric toothbrush because he he said it would wake the cat, and I thought that, that was ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, I can't believe it. We hear it all, don't we? <laughs> oh, I know. I can't believe it. I was, I was gobsmacked. But there's, uh, but many. Oh, there's lots of other occasions as well. Oh, but that I uh, remember that uh, one. I always, I always love that question. What could you do in life other than being a dental hygienist? Oh, um, well. Before being a dental hygienist, I thought about doing just uh, sort of nursing, general nursing. But um, since opening the practice, I'd always love to do something a bit mindful, maybe like yoga, that sort of thing. Just something so very relaxing. (laughs) If you had a magic wand, what would you change for the future? Oh, um, oh, I'd love, um, you know, dental hygiene practices to be all over and um, and hopefully um, child dental caries is a thing of the past. <laughs> I'm totally with you on that one. Where do you want to be 10 years from now? Um, so 10 years from now, I mean... I would love to open um, a high, the dental hygiene suite in every city. I mean, that would be amazing um, and work with hygienists to uh, to develop that. And, um, you know, using a base like we've got is um, is fantastic. And uh, obviously we've got the setup. And uh, but, yeah, that's something that that's a, that's a pipe dream at the moment. But it would be amazing. And your mantra. Oh, just definitely believe in yourself. Oh, that's great. Oh, Catherine, thank you so, so much for your time. It's been so lovely talking to you and hearing your story. And thank you so much for sharing it with us. If anybody wishes to learn more, can they contact you? Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, we're we're happy uh, to speak to any hygienists uh, wanting to set up. Um, I strongly believe in helping others um, and supporting the profession is so important. So, yeah, no, definitely. And how should they get hold of you? So on our website, uh, we do have um, a message there or our email is on uh, the website as well. um, Info at thedentalhygienesuite.com. Thank you very much. Night, night, everybody. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed the episode, I'm sure you will love our next guest. So click on subscribe to be the first to hear it. If you were inspired by the podcast today and you wish to launch an oral health promotional campaign or project, please let us know at Smile Revolution. As we are here for you leading dental professionals as your creative agency dedicated to making a success of every oral health promotional campaign and project. 
book your free consultation today, please email info at smile-revolution.net.